This episode of the award-winning, award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by gigs. Bookings. Dates. Sometimes you're not a right fit for every gig and you know everybody else knows it and you know it too. And with that, I will be spoiling the inaugural episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season four. This is the fourth one, right? Or three? Four. Quattro. I was uh, like, what's the word in Spanish? I want to say on classy. And you, no, me ain't have it. I, I, have, well, I was like, oh no, dos So if you've not seen um, RuPaul's Drag Race season four of All Stars, skip ahead for like a good three minutes. Okay, but can we introduce ourselves first? Nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> Woo, gigs. We're talking about gigs. That's what brought us here. Oh, gigs. Okay. Um, we knew Jasmine Masters was not going to be on All Stars for, for long. Does that mean she's not an all-star? No. She is an all-star. Is she going to be an all-star to win? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, And so I think that the important thing to watch from that is the thing that's in her home is the thing that empowered her. So she did a comedy challenge. Uh, The queens didn't like it. Rue didn't like it. The girls on the panel also didn't like it. But she was empowered enough to create her own stand-up comedy tour across the country right now. I think she's got like 20 dates. Um, And so the same thing that sent her home from RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is the same thing that has now employed her across the country. So it is okay for your gig to not be a gig for you. It's okay for those girls to also not see it for you in that gig. And so... That has brought to you here for a podcast on this beautiful day of December in Sagittarius season 2018. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. Cash I, app, um, dollar sign Ronald Matters. Taking donations. Double work. <laughs> I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N. A.K.A. the Ground and Pound Sagittarius. B.K.A. the Gay Myrtle Snow. And this is Here For a Podcast. You can also find me um, in the Trap in Mykonos, apparently. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I'm going to the Trap in Mykonos, bitch. <laughs> one way or a goddamn another. Thank you guys so much for our international listeners. We are charting in South Africa on their um, Apple podcast charting in the bahamas if we as we've stated before and this week we charted in greece on spotify so thank you so much for listening to here for a podcast make sure you share the show with your friends when and where it's safe i know it's not safe all the time in every setting but whenever you can thank you guys so much send us messages on the internet at here for a pod or to any of our inboxes we want to hear you guys what stories do we need to give light to any influencers in your market that we should definitely look into um and share what they have going on we love our international listeners absolutely um and we are on the precipice okay of winning a Another award. Uh-oh, well, I... I got news the other day um, that the esteemed here for a podcast is about to win another award. <laughs> Not the esteemed. And I can't announce who it's from, where it's coming from, what the award is, but it's a big goddamn deal. So make sure you continue to listen so that when it happens, I can tell you what the award is and I can tell you where to show up to support. 
So if you are a supporter of the podcast and you want to see us win, you want to see us continue, make sure you continue to listen. Make sure you subscribe and share so that when we win this award, it will be your award as well. What's our icebreaker this week? Our icebreaker this week is uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta based. So if you watched the last episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta, they played a little game if you could leave a nasty voicemail for your man. And so neither one of us currently have men, so we should be really good at this game. So if you could leave a nasty voicemail for your man, you got 25 to 30 seconds. Leave a nasty voicemail for your man. This sounds like leaving the chat line connection stuff. Okay, well, this is going to be... This is for your man, though. This like, is horrible. Hold the on. chat line shit is like, he not your man yet. You trying to lure him in. Okay. But this so nigga you know. I definitely um, want to open the door on the jock strap. So say something about that. Um, And something about... Um, laying him down and taking his pants off and oral pleasures. Um, if he's into ball play, mention that. If he's not, don't mention it because all men aren't. Um, and definitely reference, um, having get ready. I don't know because some guys like it. You ain't inspired. I don't know. Leave this voicemail. You got 25 mm, seconds. Leave this voicemail. Your future man might be listening right now. He not. (laughs) (laughs) Your future man not going to listen. If my future man listen to podcasts, oh my gosh. I cannot believe he has listened to everything I've had to say on this podcast. Then he knows you well. I'm not inspired. I don't know. All right. So my voicemail. I got a man. All right. Allegedly. Reportedly, let's see. He he claimed me in public. I claim him in public. According to TMZ. Woo! When was the last time that happened? <laughs> um, my voicemail is gonna be, "Hey, babe, I can't wait to see you later on tonight. Make sure that you wear them drawers I like. Leave it smell like you know I like. And give me all that you want me to have." The girls is gonna make that they ringtone. Do you hear me? Bus- so you Bussy gotta you like you, you don't have to give him Woo. you don't have to give him everything in the voicemail. You just want to tease right. him a little bit in the voicemail so he know he got some shit to come home to. You don't have to tell him everything you're uh, gonna do. You don't have to tell him you got the uh the other nigga for okay. the experimental threesome ready. Oh. You don't gotta tell him you got the dildo or the pocket pussy ready. The or beats. you made dinner. And you're going to feed it to him while you naked. You ain't got to tell or him Or you want to put the prostate massager in him tonight. I'm tired of my prostate. Woo. You, you're, Artist you're, action over You're here. never tired of your prostate being massaged. <laughs> so let's start there. Um, but you just want to appetize. Okay. Just give the nigga a little appetizer. Hey, huh? this, little, this little bit of carrots. This little edamame. When you get home, it's going to be the whole pork. Asparagus. It's going to be the whole pork loin. I'm not telling you that you're getting pork loin when you get home. When you show up and you get home, then it's going to be the pork loin. Oh, we found out at your birthday, it's two different types of cuts. Is it like the standard Shut cut of meat and the some? Your birthday dinner was a lot. Um, <laughs> But that is an example. I so like it, though, because I was would, wrong and far off and stuff. And this is how we're going to get you a man in 2019. Um, So if you guys would like to also leave us oh my God. voicemails... You can do so on Instagram. Instagram has a feature where you can record yourself um, for, you know, 25 to 30 seconds, basically. 
and send it to our Instagram over at Here For It Podcast on Instagram. And so the best one, if y'all send in some, I might play on my Instagram because it makes me so hot and ready for you. I'm excited about it. So if you got some hot voicemails you want to send to us, get over on our Instagram. Make sure you follow first because you can't follow and then not send a message. Um, follow first and then send us a message of your voicemail that you would like to send to Ronald or myself to get us hot and ready. No little Caesars. Oh, chill. <laughs> Our affirmation this week is... <laughs> I can't. Uh, <laughs> I cannot with this podcast. I cannot. You can and you will. <laughs> uh, the affirmations That's... this week are um, high heels and boots are not gender specific. True. You do not have to. Oh, have you know a they vagina. were talking about that. Um, Tiki Barber is that his name? He just signed on to do Kinky Boots. And then he was in L.A. I mean, in Good Morning America, and they're like, I turned on my TV and I'm looking at this nice looking black man, and he got on these red heels. Yeah, cause he getting a check, ma'am. A nice one, I'm sure. If he signed on the line, and they the custom made him for his Bigfoot ass. And finance that I might add. Um, so this affirmation is about Meanwhile, you sitting at home drinking your cold ass coffee, bitch. About this toxic straight people get on my nerves. Toxic heteronormativity. I'm so, not here for it. Toxic heteronormativity is telling people that since Tiki Barber is wearing thigh high stiletto boots, red stiletto boots, okay. but he is being paid. To wear, Gigs. to promote, booked his next venture in Broadway. Tiki Barber ain't played football in forever. Let's just be honest about that. He was a good football player when he played football, but he does not do that anymore. And oftentimes, football players that are in his situation don't get a lot more lucrative opportunities mm-hmm. to still be in the limelight, still be popular, still be relevant. And so he still has um, the sensational factor about himself that attracted the people to hire him to be on Broadway. And across the internet, we saw straight people dragging him for wearing quote unquote feminine boots where who assigned gender who, to the boots? Who is who assigned? assigned no one said that when I make this boot, only a person with a vagina can have them. Only a person with a vagina can wear them. And if you do not have a vagina, girl, get out of these boots. First off, the boots that he was wearing, you can't just get them boots at the Payless. No. You have to have these boots made they for co- you. They cost they cost thousands of dollars to have custom made. And big ass football player <laughs> Tiki Barber. <laughs> If he has these boots on right now, that means that someone or he has the money and coins to pay to get him in these boots. Kinky boots. These ain't no size three, size four, seven, slender white woman ass boots. He is a nigga, a big nigga that played football. Fine, fine. And fine. (laughs) If I must add that as well. <laughs> I have to because he's bald headed. Oh, I just love it. Mm. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Beautiful gal. Oh, shout out to President Pat um, from Common Sense Podcast who came on our show last week. Um, he gained like 62, 63 followers from us um, posting him on our Instagram. So shout out to that. Yes. Y'all, think, uh, y'all uh, thought our co-host was, our guest star was um, cute last week too. Yeah. Does he wear heels? <laughs> 
I would like to see him. I would like to see him in these hills as well. Um, also, a uh, well-built young man. Uh huh. Yeah. I wish him all the best in his future endeavors. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week affirmation is: high heels and boots are not gender specific. Anybody can put them shits on, and I can tell you from personal experience, I put them shits on a long motherfucking time ago. Oh, so you gay? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Ariana. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Totes. Boots. Totes. Boots. <laughs> All of it. Put it in the cart. I got it. Um. So, again, uh, thank you for our avid supporters. Again, we have a new award that we will be announcing oh, Lord, on our next full podcast. And I'm excited to unveil that. So, stay tuned. In Hot Tops and Picks. We have the fix to the Tumblr snapping. If you are not aware, Tumblr uh, said that they were outlawing nudity and pornography on their gentle website on December 17th of 2018. And that has come and passed now. Um, some people have reported that, yes, their content has been snatched by Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Their news, their videos, all of that shit. My profile Just, picture is real scrambly now. Yeah, and, and some people are very censored right now. Um, the others that have found the fix to the Tumblr snapping are people that have not updated their Tumblr app. And so if you're still on the old Tumblr app, um, apparently before November, at the end of November, there was a update that happened. And so if you're on the old one before the November update, none of that has happened. It's, you can still find the booty. You can still find the dick. You can still what? find um, all of the sexuality. Because Turn off auto-updates? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> because like when I scrolled my Tumblr again today just to see... Like, there were still things that was reported as nudity, but they were still on my timeline. And then when I get, got back to my timeline, there was still pornography. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm special. But it turns out I'm not that special on Tumblr. It just turns out that I have not updated my Your app. account started with a T, so they were still working. We'll see. We'll see. But the snapping has not happened on my timeline. I still have all the pornography. I still have all the nudity. And all of the gifts that Tumblr has presented. So, um, if you are thinking about updating your Tumblr Turn app. Turn off your auto-updates. Do not. You can still get the things all right. without. Um, also on Hot Topics this week, Karamo Brown is in um, headlines for not taking the side of a white person. Uh-uh. For the first time. Uh-uh. In life. History. Uh-uh. In his DNA. Genetics? I don't know. But Karamo Brown, yeah, we've been on some of the same things before. Uh, and I still think the things that I think about him after having met him. Oh, okay. Um, How tall is, is he tall as you are? Or is he no, tall as tall, I am? No, or? he's almost as tall as you are. Okay. Um, but he is still one of those gay liberties that want to be in white spaces. Yearn to be in white spaces, Uh-oh. including his boyfriend slash husband i don't remember if they actually i remember writing about him being engaged i don't remember he deleted the picture so i couldn't report because i was thinking about reporting on their wedding but i was like i don't remember there being a wedding i don't remember there one being one either um i do remember him being 
socially and sexually attached to multiple white men, um, which is his thing. And I can't, I can't take that away from him. That's dope. Beautiful. Great. Awesome gowns. Um, Karamo tweeted a photo with his co-star from Queer Eye. Um, Tan, Tan is, um, brown. He's a brown person. I don't know where he's from originally, but Karamo tweeted a picture of them together looking really loving and in each other's arms. And Karamo says the media doesn't often show men of color embracing and showing each other genuine love and support. Images matter. Heart emoji, black king emoji, a brown king emoji, another heart, tan in me. And so the comment that stood out to me was um, Ernest Owens on Twitter. He's an award-winning journalist. Um, his bylines include CNN, all the girls. He said, I'm confused. Both of you, you are married to white men and have benefited off of decade-long careers that made you the token queer person of color fetishized. Now, all of a sudden, you're trying to be the voice of concern for diversity in LGBTQ media? Not enough seats to be taken. Not a stadium. <laughs> not an auditorium. I don't know if this is true or not. I don't. So I don't know. Karamo is married. I don't know if Karamo is married. So that's the part where I don't know if it's true. But what we do know, but ha- he is has his... benefited off of things. Yes, he has been in white in relationships with white gay men mm-hmm. who allow him a space to be the quote-unquote safe black Mm. gay person. So, when you're not someone that's also in relationships with white men, it's like, oh, it's okay, you know, I got a white boyfriend. You know, I'm a dangerous. I'm, you know, that nigga over there. That's over there. That's crazy. He be fucking these, like, actual niggas. He don't got no, like, white boyfriends. And so, a gay person like me is different than a gay liberty like Karamo who is more palatable to white gay audiences because he openly fucks white gay men and oh. or is in relationships with white gay men. Okay. I don't do that. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't do that. But I- on purpose. On purpose. So even if I was fucking white gay men or was even in relationships with white gay men, I would know the importance of showing that I am just a black gay man with a black gay agenda. Images matter as Karamo They, they do. They do. Images okay. do matter. And the image of you with a white gay man is the image that matters. That's what made you popular enough to be in the space of... Um, what is the show? Five, queer Eyes. Queer, queer Eyes and the Five Gays. Um... <laughs> Just talk like you ain't watched the episode. I watched one of them. Uh, it's a great show. It's an amazing show. The makeovers and the, the gowns, things that they instill in the people when they're there, and gowns. It's an amazing show. It's, yeah, the, the gowns are just great. But what are you guys' thoughts on Karamo? This what I would. I don't know how to feel. I don't know. I do. I don't know. He's a traitor. Oh, okay. Well, Treason. Moving on. Lead that shit in 2018. Be with our community or don't. Don't put your foot over in this pond and they'd be like, well, I understand when they say, you know, we be talking too much and we be complaining too much because you've been listening to your white husband this whole time, this whole time. Uh Uh-oh. Be over here or be over there. Don't be both. 
Um, also, the remaining city girl has <laughs> tried to explain and or re-explain her tweet about homophobic comments, and I'm still not here for that shit either. She had time. She needs a publicist. She has a publicist, and she has a PR girl, and both of them sat her down uh, uh, at this point. That's all that could have happened. Oh my god! And this is the best that could have come out of that. Where was she at? Where was what? I don't want to say it was a radio show. I don't like and don't support. Don't uh-huh. actually listen to. I listen to other things that say what this show does. I don't give this show no views, and I'm not giving them no legs here either. But she was on the show. Okay. And she was saying she was trying to clarify her comments about. Uh, if her son was gay, she would be out of him or something. Yes. And then she was equating those comments to, well, I had a gay friend one time. Mm. Which, the most bird-ass, the most go-to-ass, the most used dog whistle in the history of homophobia, xenophobia, racism... What the fuck? Who helped you out with this? So she said, well, I had a gay friend that died once and he had a hard life. And so that's why I wouldn't want that for my son. Are you also a black woman? So you going to abuse him? So he don't die? (laughs) Accidental death happened from all the time, sis. But you're also a black woman. So do you not have black women friends that tell you... Hey, being a black woman out here is hard, and you could possibly die from that shit sometimes because white people don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. And be black the... black men also sometimes don't agree with you mm-hmm. being a black whole woman. Mm-hmm. So you don't have those friends as well, alive and or dead. But she does have this one gay friend uh, that I think uh, he was a cousin or something. Yeah, I think he was a cousin allegedly, and I think he had HIV. I think she threw the HIV thing. She had she had threw so much on there. I was like, girl, I don't even want it no more. It got too much shit in it. It's too much. It's too much. I said that about people before. It's too much. I don't want it no more. I don't want it no more. It's It's got too much much shit in it. I don't want it no more. It's it's a lot of shit in there. Bye, girl. And I don't have enough sheets and towels (laughs) to throw away for as much shit. It's in there. It's a lot of shit in there. And so that's what I saw. There was a lot of shit in there. I don't know. Again piggybacking off of last week's episode about allyship if you are an ally you want to be an ally you pretend to be an ally you you aspire to be Ooh, an ally there you go be an accomplice this ain't even allyship that she's talking about she's talking about scapegoating she's talking about being something having an idea about something that's inspired out of one person's experience. I don't have HIV. I don't. I I've never experienced being beaten up by officials or whatever else she was trying to say yeah, that her gay lie. cousin had had been exposed to. So that's not like the overall gay experience. So just like if these things had happened to your mama, that's just one black woman. You wouldn't equate those things to be the black woman experience uh, because they happen to your black woman mama you would say that shit happened to my mama y'all got me fucked up (laughs) a different completely different argument and a valid argument (laughs) 
But you don't say, well, all, you know, that's the black just, woman experience. Ugh. And so if my daughter come out to be black, I'm going to tell her, don't be black, girl. Because that's going to get your ass whooped out here and these niggas going to be cheating on you. Yeah, because I Woo! say all the time, I was just told, um, don't be gay because I was going to get that gay disease. <laughs> I was like, that gay disease? So only, all right. She's still canceled for me. Um, y'all can listen and tour to her if you want to. Cool. Well, Cardi missed um, her court date so she could go film the video to the remix down in Miami. <laughs> and the, the, the just, you better hop your ass on the next flight from Miami and get your fucking ass back up here. <laughs> oh, Cardi. Um, <laughs> ben Hunt has been selected as the new LGBT correspondent for BBC and we're absolutely here for it. Um, I think it's a great move and a great step uh, behind Don Lemon's step from the same type of position with CNN to an anchorship position of a very high, uh, highly rated market that Don mm-hmm. Lemon is in right now. Like a lot of people watch it and a lot of people are excited a little bit more, especially as Don Lemon has gotten a little bit blacker. Speaking of somebody dating white men. Yeah, he's going to talk about Kevin Hart called me. We can fix this. Girl, you can't fix Kevin Hart's situation. And then he wanted somebody else. To, anytime somebody in trouble with the, the gay girls, the Lemon report live at 9 p.m. on scene. Hey, call me. We can talk about this. Hey, listen, um, Michael B. Jordan, I know you have not had any LGBT issues yet. Um, but but hey. in case you are thinking about it or you might have it, you can call me. <laughs> I just want to say that up front. But shout out to um, our friend over in the UK because they created this position for him at the BBC um, News Network after they recently created the gender and identity correspondent position for someone else. So shout out to this black gay man getting this LGBT correspondent position. They have a real BBC on BBC. And his job is to wake up and to cover stories related to black well, just to gay people in the UK. He already worked um, for BBC Radio. And so they're like, well, you're cute. And we like the way you sound. So just come over here to the film side. So I'm happy for him. So we have gotten to the portion of our show where we're going to get back into Gay Olympics. Oh, my God. So if you were not a listener almost a year ago, yep. we had a Gay Olympics episode. And this episode is also Gay Olympics part do oh la la um before we start our gay olympics episode i think it's important that we reintroduce ourselves because at the beginning we introduced ourselves as who we are mm-hmm. um but a year ago we introduced ourselves as our drag names oh. so my drag name a year ago was toya because i'm a problematic ass nigga from detroit might as well be named Toya. Yeah. My co-host was preposterous. Um, yeah. P-R-E-P, preposterous. Even okay. Though, yes, though, yes, prep. Even though I'm team condoms. Okay. You know, but still shout out to the innovation in healthcare. Prep. Yeah. So, Toya and preposterous are Dangerous. about to give you... Ridiculous. Me. All the above. Me. We're about to give you our awards for 2018. This has been a long fucking year. Many things have happened. I'm thinking about stopping watching the news. Good luck on that. I don't know how. I don't know how, but I'm just, oh my God. So draining. 
But then I like to watch the view. I feel like if I watch the view, then I don't watch the news for the day. But then we all get there as well. So, woo, Chile. Is that how you say it? Baby. Um, <laughs> so, again, if you have not listened to our episode last year, make sure you go back and listen to that episode so it gives you a little more context of why we're doing the Gay Olympics this year. Gay Olympics meaning we are giving some gay trophies to some award-winning people throughout this year. Mm-hmm. 2018 been a long year. A lot of shit has happened. Some niggas need some awards. Some niggas don't. Um, first, Watch a Man, You Should Watch Your Mouth is apparently the best advice that has been given in 2018. This is not an award. I just want to give a kudos to... Uh, what? My girl, my Sagittarius, my Sagittarius homegirl. She not even out here. She not. <laughs> um, but it needed to happen. So uh, this year she gave our good homegirl, Cardi B, some advice. Uh, oh. <laughs> watch your man. Uh, you should watch your it's mouth. coming full circle now. Okay. You should watch your mouth. You should watch your man. You should watch your mouth. That... Is some life advice that came out in 2018 that can be used definitely in 2019 this year? Wow. and beyond. Yes. Shout out to Patty Um, Our first award is for the most turnt. So, um, our nominees are Cardi B, the aforementioned. Um, oh, it did come out this year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Time flies when you have. I know. Wow. Time flies when you having fun. <coughs> um, Cardi B has had like a extremely turnt year. Um, if you jail court <laughs> breaking up with niggas, having a baby, yeah, Miami filming twerk videos, twerking videos <laughs> while you're pregnant, multiple uh stages, extremely huge stages, yeah, five Grammy nominations, which I think, I think she's gonna win about three. She's of them. gonna get. She's gonna win about three of them. She's gonna. I don't agree with what the Grammys is doing. Another subject for another day. But my Dominican Mm -hmm. sister, I am going to ride for your problematic ass. Okay. I am problematic myself, and so I am taking away all the bullshit that you have said and/or done, and just riding with you because you are my Dominican sister. The most turnt year for me was Cardi B. Other uh, other nominees were Michelle Obama. Cash Doll, Michael Avenatti, and J.D. Blackstone. I was really excited when I saw that J.D. Blackstone was um, quitting porn and him and his boyfriend were going to start wearing sweaters and stuff to church. And then you told me moments ago that like he didn't quit porn. He's still in porn. I've seen recent porn. This is not like, I don't be watching some gay porn. I do. I, I do. I, so he has it. So is he signed? No, he wasn't. wasn't He's never signed. been signed to like an official porn company. But, but his he's Twitter back porn, on the. Yeah, his Twitter porn is still happening. So is he still with the boyfriend? I don't know that. You know, they so can I still, think that he can fu- still be, he can still be fucking well, and I mean, pretending to be I a mean, Christian and have a boyfriend at the Yeah, I was because he's going to get horny. So that's so. a turnt year. He had a turnt year. But. Cardi B had a more turnt year than that. Then, uh, um, I had a, I, she's, guess, I had a husband. I had a baby. Five Grammy nominations. I mean, I was going to say I twerked I and I was pregnant. But Michelle Obama is also having a turnt year. Like Michelle Obama had a becoming turnt year. a best billion seller. dollar brand and a bestseller. Um, yeah, and the highest selling book mm-hmm. in one week. Um, and she just booked the world arena tour. Like her and Beyonce are like about to do perform be on the same stages. 
Quite possibly. So, send me a so ticket. I don't know what's between Cardi B and Michelle. So, uh, Cardi B still wins. Yay, Cardi B! <laughs> we have at it. Oh, so I see what you did with that first one, and you also need to fix it for the second one. Thanks. Um, Icon in the making is Cardi B. Um, even with all the trash she has going on, confirm she has. I, many I am successes. not. I am not moving. I have read Cardi B's ass throughout this year. I and, and I stand by those reads. But at the end of the year, at we the on end the second. Of the day, we on the second. Okay, Michael B. Jordan, an icon in the making. Uh-huh. Um, he definitely slayed the girls with Black Panther this year. Uh-huh. Um, and he worked with Warner Media to start their diversity and inclusion policy. So that's very iconic. In front of and behind the camera. Okay, there you go. Um, we have Lena Waithe, who um, stepped out in her rainbow flag at the Met thingy. Met Gala. Um, and then she cut her dreads and covered the magazines because she, fuck um looking norm normative gender conformity blah 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 for straight people gender I, conformity my bitch and then in the in the spread she had her girlfriend in the kitchen cooking and she was chilling on the couch so I couldn't end up making for her and um Lakeith Stansfield put out sorry to bother you Atlanta is on like season three and ever since his first movie he's been snatching trophies his first Film in like 2009 won a Spirit Award, which is like a, a well respected independent award for the girls. But I kind of in the making. Um, I want to say Michael B. Jordan. I like Michael B. Jordan. I like Michael B. Jordan. I I, kinda, I love Michael B. Jordan. I kind of in the making is Michael B. Jordan to me. So, um, for this to be the Gay Olympics, <laughs> he got trumped by Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe is the gay icon <laughs> in the making. Screenwriter, so, actor, um, yeah, producer. Okay, he doesn't have all those credits or awards that she has already. She okay. already has an. Uh, does she have a? No, she she has a she Golden has a Globe. Golden Globe for she comedy. She has a Golden Globe. Okay, and he doesn't. So these are things that make her about to be an icon. She's a she's on the verge. Okay. She's on the precipice of icon ship. Isn't she writing that show with Kid Fury or something? They got yeah. A deal? They have an HBO deal coming up soon. Okay. So that's just like the Lena, gayest of the gay. Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe. Okay. Icon in the icon making. In the She's the icon in the making of 2019. Right. Double work, Lena Waithe. Continue. I'm glad I recommended that. <laughs> Woo. Continue laying it out. Yeah. Oh, you it. know she's going to. <laughs> <laughs> Humanitarian of the year. Okay. So we have some contentious. This is good. We have like some it. contentious competitors for this one. My first competitor is Jason Zhu. Um. He's known by most of the girls from his porn activities. Noir Mill. But he was in other porn before and after Noir Mill. And Mm -hmm. acknowledged the problematicness of Noir Mill. Beautiful. Thank you. Woo. Acknowledged it. Thank you. Um, But just said, the girls was going to give me a check, so I showed up. Hello. I'm here for it. I'm absolutely (laughs) here for it. Oh, okay. So, um, do you know the girls are going to equate? So, would you go to a Trump rally, hold up a sign if they agreed to give you a check? You know they gonna come up with something dumb. You're like oh, a Trump yeah. rally is treasonous. <laughs> you know they fucking a up. white girl for a thousand dollar check. That's not treasonous. That's paying the rent. Oh okay. Um, but overall, outside of his porn activities, uh-huh. he is an upstanding, amazing, beautiful man uh, that has been the founder of the Take Down Tina movement. Which there is no other voice in our community as loud, as vibrant, as correct. 
um, as experienced in the take in the Tina movement mm-hmm. to take it down itself from the inside out. Very true. And a drug that has been infestating um, the black gay community as much as it has, I think is highly important that um, we continue to support him. We continue to tell him that he is a humanitarian because he's saving lives. And that is what a humanitarian does. Next, we have uh, Ruby Corrado, who is the founder, creator, and director of Casa Ruby, which we did our one-year anniversary episode at earlier this year. Um, done amazing work in the trans community. Mm-hmm. Does amazing work for the LGBT homeless uh, community. And continues and will continue to do that work. Amen. And uh, I support her. I support Casa Ruby. Um, I've directed other entities that I'm working with to support them. And I'm going to see that Casa Ruby wins. Period. Point blank. Locally. Next, we have Frederick Joseph, who started the hashtag of uh, Black Panther Challenged and raised one hundred and fifty thousand dollars so kids could see the film Black Panther. Who you got? I really like the um, Black Panther Challenge guy because you know, like once the GoFundMe reached the one hundred fifty thousand, and then other celebrities started buying out. That was like a cultural moment for so many children that was really beautiful but i don't know i like i like everybody i like casa ruby too oh my god i like jason too uh i don't know i don't know you go first i don't know i don't know it's tough jason zoo is the humanitarian of the year for me um yeah i can go with jason yeah jason we love jason i love jason um uh, absolute professional beautiful man to work with outside of what he does for his community and communities outside of his so there are plenty of communities across america that have talked about the you opioid. better you better you better you need to be his pr girl okay <laughs> you are you are doing it there, <laughs> Hashtag. Are, there are plenty of communities across the country that are talking about the opioid epidemic including Tina and including what meth is doing across America. And it's been such a focus of 2018 that we have a, a black gay man that is taking that focus and mm-hmm. directing it to the community that he was a part of. Okay. And that it directly impacts at the same time. That is the definition of a humanitarian. That is the definition of someone putting self behind community. Community comes first. He's been extremely candid about what his experience with Tina has been, um, his downfalls because he's also had um, relapses, relapses, and uh-huh. and about where he wasn't sure whether he should continue with the foundation or not. But that's what a humanitarian is. That's how you know you're doing it. right. That's how he knows he's doing it right and continues to do it right. And sometimes you have to take a knee and say, "Okay, right now I can't do it." I'm going to give myself 30 seconds and then I'm going to get back up in the game and I'm going to do it. And that's what a humanitarian should be. Jason Zhu is the, is the humanitarian of 2018. You better, you better get on his team. You hear me? You got to represent him at meetings. The best porn star. XL or Chino. Y'all know who the girl is. XL or Chino. And so we're going to talk. So you're going to talk I about don't, your. I don't want to. I don't. You know, talk about who don't, your girl is. You know. Why she's the best porn <laughs> Why she's the best porn star of 2018. Their works speaks for themselves. Their works speaks for themselves. I agree. (laughs) 
So we're going to give it to our girl or we're going to not. Because, I mean, we can do what the Grammys did. The Grammys was like, so everything was love. Everything is love is cute and stuff, but we're going to nominate this other shit. Okay, I'm so confused. I don't know. Well, (laughs) this is no shade. It's a cute joke. XL is the more versatile performer. (laughs) Confirmed. (laughs) So, XL. I like to see I like to see XL topping, but I cannot watch which one is I can't watch him doing one. I haven't watched it in a while, but I can only watch XL doing one or the other. I can't watch him do. I forget which one it is. He's been doing both recently. Yeah, and I, that's probably why I haven't been watching them. But I can watch him do one, but I can't. I think I can watch him bottom, but I don't think I can watch him top. I don't know. I forget which one it is. I can watch him doing both <laughs> fantasies. <laughs> Hello, kind of sir. I haven't seen you in a while. Um, best TV show. Best TV show of 2018. The two nominees are Pose, obviously. We reviewed all, every episode, Stand <laughs> for almost every episode, talked about its nominations. Even after it went off, it was like five icebreakers. Fine. <laughs> we did. And I'm not sorry about it. I'm not sorry. Because it was great. It was amazing. And then we met Mother Abundance, gagged. In person. Multiple Gorgeous. pictures. Gorgeous. Multiple pictures. Award winning. Fish. Fish. Woman. And we're not talking about tilapia. Anyway, and then American Horror, Horror Story, Story Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Well, I think Pose just got that. So this is the Gay Olympics. And so I don't um, know. American Post. Horror Story Apocalypse had a couple gay aspects in it. But not enough to win a Gay Olympic Award. Yeah. It was amazing. Great. Beautiful gowns. Again. Yeah, it was really good. Great. But Pose wins the Gay Olympic Award for <sighs> Best TV Show of 2018. When I saw this, I was like, bitch, is it a contest? <laughs> bitch, where the contest at? Because ain't no more competitors. I guess that's how Beyonce feel when she be looking at the nominations. Oh, y'all nominated me next to Sierra. Oh. That was nice. You know, Billboard put out um, that a sh- Beyonce was no Ashanti. And the girls love re- bringing that article up. She also was no Beck. <laughs> and so let's see where Beck is. Ooh. Beyonce, uh, Beyonce. Ooh, I'm triggered by that. Um, she tried it award. Kim Burrell in her brown boots. $1,200 boots. And the Saints is out here cold and weary. She tried it with that bullshit. <laughs> um, Brett Kavanaugh uh, being nominated. Sitting at his job interview, talking about some. Oh, we love beer. Oh, sitting at the job interview. Oh, well, you know, we were in high school and we love beer. I had a few beers. <laughs> I already sound country, so trying to sound country hmm. on top of the country is. Uh, Leave it in 2018. <laughs> um, Megan Kelly. <laughs> there was the blackface comments, but that wasn't her first time. You know, being put in time out. So, just Megan Kelly's entire existence. I don't even know. Uh, uh, Omarosa and her stunts um, had Simone Sanders and Don Lemon cracking up. It's Black History Month. And they, they done went down here and got us Negro Week, which we have to turn into Black, fight for to turn into Black History Month. And you want us to sit on national TV and talk about how is going on an apology tour for her stunts with Donald Trump. You got a book coming out. Fuck Omarosa. So she definitely tried it. Um, it's between her and Kim Burrell for me. Who's it for to you? I don't know. 
Kimberell tried it the most. Because Kimberell was like flew into the face of all the controversy that had happened to her. Like when controversy happens to celebrities, a lot of times they'll, you know, release a statement online or apologize. Tell their publicists, say this girl, say this to the girls. Do what IG Kimberell after she fell for uh saying all the anti LGBT shit that had happened to her, like I told y'all many episodes ago, the 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 LGBT spirit showed up in the room mm-hmm. while Kim Burrell was singing and pushed her ass down. <laughs> and I remember when I found that video. I was like, where's the video? I don't see the bitch that video. <laughs> that video. But that's why I said what I said. In that video, you saw the LGBT spirit creep up behind her huh. and push her in front of a fucking bus. And I live for it. But she... Tried it. Then the two uncles that was deacons behind her did not help her up. But she tried it because she thought she was gonna get back on social media and throw shade at the spirit that pushed her ass the fuck down. No, 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 mom. Stay there, girl. Stay down there. Stay there. Stay down. Okay. Yeah. So, Kimberell, you fucking tried it in 2018. Good luck in recovering in 2019. Boo. Okay. Well, I know this is your category, but throw her. Megan, whatever say on here, Sarah McCain. Just you, y'all know I've been through it with this one. I love the view. Come on, right out the windy. I be at work waiting for the upload, and then ugh, she just gets on there and starts saying the dumbest shit. That's all I got. Republican, suburban woman. Also, we have uh, nominated the Kojic Church. Cause girl, <clears throat> Roseanne Barr for her. I thought the bitch was white. Those comments. <laughs> um, Kanye West for his slavery is a choice comments. Hugging Donald Trump and his continual bipolar awakening. Um, and trying to drag Ariana Grande. Uh, that didn't succeed, so I don't even... That girl. <laughs> he tried. I mean... He tried it. He tried. <laughs> the internet denied it. The internet denied it. Um... Uh... I got some good coaching dick. I can't just throw it out. <laughs> you're not throwing it away to coaching church because some dick might come out of because it? Because when I was in Memphis and the convention was in Memphis and I lived downtown by the um, host facility. What's it called? A church? Um... <laughs> Um, Sarah McCain I I just can't I don't I almost called her Rebecca I tried to say her right name and then I still said Sarah I was like Rebecca? Sarah? I'm gonna get- well we're not gonna throw the Kojic Church away this year because my uh, co-host is conflicted <laughs> and in collusion it's some co- <laughs> collusion with the Kojic Church some, mm. but Megan McCain can definitely be thrown away for 2018 Nothing. we ain't get nothing good from you Nothing good gonna come from you in 2019. We're we're all the way good. When she took that month off to mourn her father, which is a very valid reason to take a month off off of work. I wish my job did. I get my three business days, and I better get my ass back up in here. But anyway, um, Sarah got to take a month off, and I was like, "Thank God, it's been real quiet. I've been enjoying this show." <laughs> and then she came back. Psych. <laughs> the real sexiest man in America category. So, we have seen People Magazine and other entities try to tell us what the sexiest man in America is. Mm -hmm. Uh, More often, they are wrong. 
Um, they got it right a little bit with Idris Elba this year, finally. I hope y'all went out and bought the cover. Finally, my nigga got his roses. Uh, but this is the Gay Olympics. Okay. And in the Gay Olympics, we Who have gay now... here? All right, come on. Are you talking about gay because we go scrutinize real heavy? Because we yeah, very particular. Yeah, because like, gay people would not nominate Idris oh, Elba to be the sexiest man in America. I, I feel like gay America would be down with this list. Okay. First, we have Dro from Insecure, a.k.a. Saronis. Jackson. Yes. <sighs> I just got You high. have that one. I, I just got high. I, you like, you that have is that just, one. I don't know. You know how tall that nigga is? Yeah. I seen them naked on Insecure. Lanky. Mm. I guess you could have it. Dave East. Rapper. Like, he was tall and he was telling the girls how he was homeless and how um, being sexy, you know, he stayed with a couple girls because he was sexy. And they helped him good. get his um, rap yeah. dream off the ground. Yeah. So. I mean, realistic. <laughs> Andre on Power, a.k.a. Rotimi. Do you watch Power? Don't. Oh, okay. Well, let's just move on. <laughs> Chris Williams from um, Light- Black Lightning. Black Lightning on CW. Do you watch that? Is he? I've seen the attractive? first episode. Is Chris? You know, you're Jewish. He okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you are sick. I already know what. The- well, okay. So um, one more. Lewis, Lewis Hamilton, <laughs> Lewis the Hamilton. race car driver. Yeah. Um, just booked a deal with Tommy Hilfiger. Mm-hmm. Got flewed out. Was he hanging out in Dubai with Nicki Minaj or something? Him and Nicki Minaj were hanging out somewhere, or there was a rumor. Oh yeah, were... she said it in a rap or something. Yeah. Yeah, she said it in a rap, so that sounds plausible. So, but you still on draw. You just need to... I'm trying to stay on draw. <laughs> so unless somebody I didn't out really here have can... any. I didn't really have anybody that I was passionate about. I, I mean, like, uh, uh, I like Andre on Power. I, I think he's attractive, but I mean, but did you, I'm not. What, what I'm did, not. But what did he do that was I'm sexy not, on Power? So I can I can tell you like all the sexy ex- things that like, Dro did. He, he exists like he walks around like I like his energy. I like his spirit. I like the way he carry himself. Like it's just a you know a vibe when a nigga walk into a room in a suit. Dro was walking and he around smuggling drugs. He owned a club. You know that's my that's my judge. That be out here. Expose yourself on the podcast. Wow. I like Koji Kamin. I and like niggas that do drugs. I like and niggas who sell drugs. Right. Uh, if you watched Insecure, you saw the emotion that Dro evoked right. in Molly. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. made this pussy yeah. so wet. And made her smart, college-educated ass so discombobulated that she couldn't figure out. So what is this? What are we doing? If she still wanted to fuck him, and then she still fucked him anyway. Because the nigga's appeal was just that good. But when I say then that, she then found you out, No, then she found out that his wife might be pregnant, and she still wanted to fuck. How sexy of a nigga can you be? Trash. If you got all of this going on Trash. and somebody's still looking at you like, ooh, I offset. Mean, ain't nobody looking at offset like that now. Anyway, so invalid. But Dro was so sexy this whole season of Insecure that she wanted to fuck him from the minute that Insecure started to the end of Insecure after she took her key back from the nigga. She was still like weighing, if I just give him the key for like a week... Like, he could still, like, lay it out, and I don't have to go fuck the fat black um, cousin friend down the street. 
that she was fucking. Like his sexiness took over in every scene that we saw. Okay, in look, year. you need to be a PR girl. <laughs> you you just oh you just own it. You get passionate about it. I am passionate about Drew. So <laughs> if anyone out there also knows Saronis uh, and Michael B. Jordan, call both of them at the same time. I am available. Um, the last one is social media mogul slash Maven, and shout out to Shamar Forte. AKA, no, I'm not a celebrity on social media. He's a host, a singer, and um, a model. Child, the way he be looking in these Instagram pics. So, at no, I'm not a celebrity. He uses his platform of about 40,000 across all of his networks to promote body positivity and self care and spiritual positivity as well. Um, and so, you will not see a post of him talking and him talking about himself. Or talking about, you know, materialistic, yeah, materialistic things around him. I want these Gucci boots. Every posting that he does, uh, up until very recently, including Thanksgiving and uh, last weekend, where he was giving away things to the homeless in um, his L.A. community. I believe he lives in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always about positivity. It's always about uplifting people that are listening. It's always about somebody that's not him and so you don't see that very often in social media and i saw it in shamar a long time ago i saw a lot of things in shamar but we won't go there um i love him so much i'm right now uh he's an inspiration to me he's an inspiration to many and he should definitely be our social media mogul of 2018 and more than likely our social media mogul of 2019 because the nigga just keeps grinding, keeps doing it. And I see it for you. Get it. Slay. Um, What am I supposed to say? Thank you guys so much for leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts. Search for our name here for it in your app. Click the reviews tab and then click write a review. Our latest review is five stars. One of my favorite podcasts. This is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. It's amazing to hear people like me with similar ideas and and views as I do. A great representation of queer people of color. They are funny and woke. I'm put that on my um, tombstone. Um, love the segments. I feel like I'm listening to the two of my friends. Keep doing your thing, boys. Shout out to BROB1985. Outstanding. And also, thank you, Sean, um, from our Here For It Hive that showed me some amazing birthday love over my birthday and and Sagittarius season. Um, Sean, you know who you are. Thank you so much as well. Um, Sexual health this week involves a listener question. So we're not going to out our listener but we had a previous listener that talked about uh, getting tested and i think that it's important to talk about um one of the stis that he was getting tested for one of the stis in his full panel testing if you get a full panel testing syphilis is going to be one of them uh syphilis is an sti that can be easily managed by antibiotics um, more often than not, it's depending on your titer level, one or two shots, more than likely in your ass or in your thigh. 
that will take effect on the STI immediately. But the important part is that you do not have sex with other people or do not have sexual contact with other people for at least two weeks after you've been inoculated, treated for syphilis. So when you've been treated for syphilis, uh, it's typically a bacillin, it's typically a ceph antibiotic that they treat you with. Um, they tell you, or they should tell you, I don't know your providers. They should tell you that you should avoid sexual contact for two weeks at a minimum after you've been treated because your titer levels with syphilis go up and go down. Oftentimes, syphilis can still be detected in your bloodstream throughout the rest of your life mm-hmm. uh, if you've ever tested positive for it. And so if you have tested positive for it once, you got treated, you can still... Um, have sex without passing along syphilis to other people because you have reduced reduced your titer levels. Titer, so, hey, what's titer? So titer means like the T I. Yeah, titer is the amount of virus that is in your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. And so the once you get to a critical amount of syphilis in your bloodstream, then it can be transmitted to other people. The antibiotics will bring down your titer levels, which means that you can't transmit any syphilis that may be in your bloodstream to other people. And so having those full panel testings are extremely important so you can manage and or watch your titer levels so that you aren't transmitting something else to someone else and that you can verify to yourself that you are not also positive for the STI at the same time. So being treated for syphilis, number one, avoid sexual contact with anyone for two weeks at a minimum. You should probably stretch that shit out for a little bit longer. I can't believe these bitches out here. I'm going celibate. I'll go celibate in a minute. These bitches out here exposing me to shit. No kitty cat for nobody for six months. Yeah, because you can literally, you can be pissed. You can be treated for syphilis today. Have sex with someone else tomorrow oh, and God. still transmit syphilis to them while your body is recovering from syphilis itself. Mm-hmm. And then you can go back in 30 days and be tested and then be at a at a safe level, uh, safe tighter level for being... So hunch again? Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. We'll go with that terminology. Um, but still have po- passed on syphilis to someone else oh. that was negative beforehand. So it's important to continue to track um, your titer levels if you've ever been diagnosed with syphilis. Uh, that's why full panel testing is extremely important. And thank you for our listener for writing in and telling us his update. Because had he not updated us, maybe we would not have you know, shined a light on this one particular issue. So thank you, listeners. Make sure you continue to listen to our sexual health advice. And oh, yeah. We're not licensed. Well, I'm not. Don't I don't. I'm just giving commentary. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but what I'm saying is based in truth. Um. Based in education. And um. You know, it's it's better to find out things than to not. So if we weren't having this conversation right now, a lot of people wouldn't be saying, "Well, let me Google that. And let me look it up. Let me look at a YouTube video about it." Superman said it. I'm not quite sure. I got everything he said. Fine. 
go look it up. Go do your research on your own and go talk to your primary care and infectious disease doctor about it at the same time. So if you feel like you were confused by anything that I said, though I'm saying it out of education, um, talk to your primary care doctor about it. Talk to your infectious disease doctor about it and get the counseling that you need because you don't want to be impacted by these STIs the way that they impact a lot of people. Social studies, name a movie where you feel like a person like really prepped for a role and then turn around and slate it. I'm sure Jen- Jennifer um, Lopez had to train for a couple movies. Selena. <laughs> Any other movies where a person trained really? My favorite is... um. Monster by Charlize Theron. Uh-huh. So, and she won an Oscar for that, as she should have. Um, so, if you don't know who she, who she is or what she looks like, Google Charlize Theron. C H A R L I Z E Theron. T H E R O N. Beautiful. What were the characteristics of her character? What yeah, that's what I'm getting she... into. But okay. so you have to know what she looks like naturally uh-huh. and all the time, versus what she did for this character. So Charlize Theron is this, you know, classically beautiful Hollywood actress, blonde, mm-hmm. um, short, but very thin, beautiful eyes, full lips. Think of that as a white woman. She portrayed this butch, I drink beer and pop the lid off the beer with my lips, lesbian, butch, lesbian, probably 60 mm-hmm. pounds heavier than Charlize Theron has ever been in her life. And this murderer, uh, Eileen Warnos, uh, again, butch lesbian, was a murderer. She killed men. She killed men because she had been put in a a lot of sexual um, abuse, sexual rape situations where she developed this hatred for men. And her hatred for men... um, took her off the deep end and she just started killing men because she hated men because men had Ooh, had just done so fucking out. much to her and so I understand and I identify with her in that aspect but you ain't gotta kill them my bitch um, so my question in all of that is were there no fat white women who could have played their role so surely Theron didn't have to gain 30 pounds like Amy Schumer is out here with the pretty whatever her no Roseanne so, Barr is a a, a, a butch she'd be looking butch sometimes so I think are there I think that for other roles yes mm-hmm. there are more women equipped naturally to play those roles for this role specifically it it needed a character actor a, act, a, actor, a method actress kind of yeah it, that's mm-hmm. the same method and uh-huh. character same thing um, someone that is able to take themselves out of who they are to become this other person. She's, she mm-hmm. studied Eileen Warnos's tapes uh, before and after she was arrested and after she died uh, in jail and became that person. Same thing like I think Christian Bale does with a lot of his characters. Uh, he did the same thing for the, the new Golden Globe nominated Vice with Dick Cheney. But she possesses this set of skill to not be Charlize no more. So how come y'all keep yelling at Scarlett Johansson for all these Because she doesn't possess those skills. <laughs> as an actress. Per who? As the executive producer of a film, if I decide to put my money behind 
I believe that Scarlett Johansson is an actress. She ain't and I believe that she. But if I believe, if I believe that I want to put my money behind that, and I hire her to do my movie, then I put out my little press release. You know how to get my PR girl. Apparently, you're not my PR girl for this story. Um, but should I get my little PR girl? Scarlett Johansson gonna come out and play an Asian American. Yeah. Um, the difference is we've given Scarlett Johansson <laughs> a lot of attempts and tries to pretend or be the character uh-huh. actor, the actress that she would like to be. And she continues to fail. She continues to just be someone that's you cute in the Scarlet Rich role, the Scarlet Witch role for like 20 minutes. And then okay. that's it. I mean, if she grows as an actress, I'm not saying that she can't ever. But Charlize Theron has... Do you feel like Grace talked about that girl that she don't like? What's that? You know, we watch Jessica watching... Chastain. <laughs> you have to be educated on the topics you talk about, folks. Um, but Charlize Theron is just that girl. Okay. There's a reason that she has this Oscar. She don't have this Oscar because she was sucking dick. So she has this if Oscar there was because six she can't... straight girls playing the Pose characters who are method act- method actresses, like Regina King, she commits to all these roles. Viola Davis always got snuck coming out of her nose. She commits to these roles. And they were the characters on Pose. Would y'all still be mad? Yes. <laughs> Just Rep- <laughs> representation is a whole different conversation mm-hmm. than can we find somebody in this community to relay this community uh-huh. in the community of murderous lesbians. Amy Schumer can do that. She's she's not a lesbian, um, okay. and we have not convicted her of murder yet. <laughs> so, in the community of murderous lesbians, we didn't have that much to draw from to mm-hmm. hire. From a role in the community of trans women, we got a whole bunch of these bitches out here that, that need, need jobs, to. that want to act, that want to model, that want to be ambassadors. Mm-hmm. So we have we have those pools. So it's different when we have the pools of people to pull from than when we don't. We don't have no murderous lesbians out here that are trying to make it in Hollywood. So they trying to make it on Rodale Drive. For social studies, I actually just have a question. I don't have any answers. My question is, do we need affirmative action for our trans sisters in media? Yes. And then I was like, okay, that's my question. And then when I started looking into it, the only thing that I could find is like a lot of people saying how affirmative action doesn't seem to be working for them based on race. I know my question is about gender, but a lot of people are saying, like, when you base it on one thing like race, a big Asian student society who is currently suing Harvard because they feel like um, when the Harvard counselors look at them, they're like, oh, this part, they, they wrote in the notes, oh, fluent in math, fluent in science, or they just wrote really quiet or really shy and it seems to it appears to the people in the lawsuit the asian students in against harvard that they were using this one identifier which is supposed to be deemed as a pro because america's supposed to be making up for all these transgressions against you know societies in the past but it wasn't appearing to be a positive so when you're only looking at a character in a movie because they are trans is it always going to... If you change race to gender, would it still... Is there a chance for the same negative effects? 
That's my question. I don't have any answers. I just said I was just like blown by my question. But the question, but the question, um, does not identify the outliers that are trans women in mm-hmm. the struggle of gender conformity and gender identity. So when affirmative action was a thing, because uh-huh. it was and not is currently, um. Gender was not a part of the spectrum for affirmative action. Should gender be a, a, a component of affirmative action? Absolutely. We need affirmative action in the goddamn Senate right now. Uh-oh. It's a whole, what, two, three? Nancy out here letting them have it. <laughs> well, she's in the House of Representatives. Oh, okay. Well, but in the Senate, we have okay. a whole, we ain't got that many. Let's okay. just go with that number. What's that girl? We Elizabeth ain't got Warren? that many. Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren okay. is in, in the Senate, yeah. But as far as U.S. senators, we we don't have equal representation of not only women, not only people of color, mm-hmm. not only people of the LGBT uh, perspective, as we have represented in the whole country on a whole. So. If we want to morph what affirmative action is, cool. But what we're, the place we're at right now is we've gotten away from affirmative action because white people have gotten really scared that this is going to take their jobs away. They said in 2040, they go, white people Which are going to be the it minority. Is. <laughs> it's going to take your jobs away because you are not the majority. Yeah, These things need to be equal. The America that looked white and quote-unquote right mm-hmm. in 1950 is not the America that we live in in 2018. Can you text it to Trump? Individual one. Gay. But that was it for social studies. Do we need affirmative action for um, our trans sisters and brothers? Um, please comment on that because I really don't have an answer. But moving on to the song for my soul. The weekend um, released um, something called The Melancholy or something. Debuted at number one on um, Billboard. Um, this song is called Call Out My Name, where he talks about um, he met this girl. They both was rebounding each other, um, leaning on each other to get support and figure out where they were going with their next steps. But then he fucked around and fell in love. And so she dumped him and now he feels used because look at me being your emotional support animal. <laughs> Woo! With a collar and everything. And now you're just going to put me in the box and throw me in the attic. But I'm not done with you, bitch. Call out my name. I want to come over there and continue being your emotional support animal. That's the episode on um, Black Mirror. He said, how come you can't wait until I fall out of love with you? Sir, that's not how this works. <laughs> is this a white man that made this song? The weekend, whatever oh, he is. Well, he's whitish, and I'm also infatuated with watching covers on YouTube because the weekend's voice is like mine, and so we don't have all that. Like <clears throat> when Patty's singing about something, mm-hmm. even when Lord, and even when she don't have no backup dancers. <laughs> Where's my background singers? <laughs> even when like Jennifer Hudson get loud. <laughs> You know, like, there are certain singers who can, Fantasia can sing a song through the ground. Like, me and The Weeknd don't have the voices for that. Mm. So, I like the song, but he should have sold it. Mm. Blessing. So, this song for myself. <clears throat> Again, it's still Sagittarius season. Oh, Lord, here we go. Is there any more Sagittarius? The rain is not going to rain. Is it only one Sagittarius? It's just you and Nikki. 
Is it just you and Nikki or is there somebody else? Let me see. Famous Sagittarius. I'm Googling it. I'm sick of this Nikki to speak. Well. Carry on. There have been other great famous Sagittarius that we've talked about in previous episodes throughout Sagittarius season. Um, Miley Cyrus. Taylor Swift. I'm not going to. Jesus. Well. We're not. No, I'm not doing none of that. (laughs) On the Sagittarius committee, we just, we kicked them out. They might as well be Capricorns. <clears throat> the song this week, uh Britney is a sage. Come on, Britney Jean. I felt that. I feel that. I can see that. That's all I got. Um, but this song this week is by a wonderful woman as well. Uh throughout Sagittarius season I've been highlighting women. Um, yo, huh. I just want to be a writer. You should pull up in that spider. You should let me hit the mic. And I ain't talking about the fighter. Get it lit without a lighter. Let's pull an all nighter. Baby. This is so Detroit. <laughs> Tell me <laughs> what you need. I got the weed. I'm a bad little bitch and I'll never indict her. Get locked up. I'm a write ya. You on the road. I'm a Skype ya. I don't want to hype ya, but you a lucky nigga. If my mean ass. Like you. That's the voicemail you need to leave. <laughs> I'm gonna leave both of them. <laughs> both of them. Damn. Um. <laughs> most of them want to use you. Most of them want to use you when they ran through. I just want to be somebody that add to. I want to be your wife, your friend, be a teacher and a fan too. I just want to listen. When you leave, I say, damn, I fucking miss him. I just want to be a vixen, give you something real wet to put your lips in. I want to be the only one that can check you and still respect you. I just want to be your favorite. One of my favorite songs from the pink print of Nicki Minaj's last album uh, came out around the same time this year. Yeah, I did. And um, to me, one of her best Full bodies of work. I love a lot of things that are on Queen, but as a full body of work Queen, I can see why. Yeah. Things didn't happen. Cause like even like the crying game on that album, like oh my gosh, this song was so beautiful. Yeah, and the visuals. Yeah. Um. Also amazing. So the Pink Print was an amazing album. Uh, the Queen of Rap. As long as we're not giving it to Beyonce right now. Still, still Nicki Minaj. Cardi B is gonna get her things, mm-hmm. and that's great. I'm standing for both. I would. I can't wait to see Cardi's looks when she wins the things or her acceptance speeches. But Nikki is still the queen of rap, and Nikki is also Sagittarius. It is Sagittarius season, and that is the song for my soul. Um, listener questions. Send them to hereforitpod at gmail.com or in the inbox where you can find us on social media. Um, really quick, just one thing. Vicky the Dem tweeted us in response to our um, awards coverage last week and said that we completely missed Barry Jenkins' If Bill Street Could Talk adaptation of James Baldwin for the Golden Globes. It's nominated for Best Motion Picture, Drama, Screenplay, and Regina King is nominated for Supporting Actress. Loved you both. Oh, love you both. Correct this next episode. <laughs> Thanks, Anthony Superman. <clears throat> we love you, girl. <laughs> What's her name? Um, Vicky the Dem. Vicky. We love you, girl. 
You said that twice. Um, Can we just leave it at that? No, sweetheart. We love you. We love our listeners. Beloved. Um, um, have you also not been listening we, for the past three weeks? That's why she she said it was. It probably was like an honest mishap, and it was. It's the truth. For the last three weeks, we have been giving the movie love. It has also been one of my last calls. I know directly. It's Bill Street could talk. Pretty please go see it. Christmas. Thanks, boo. Here for it. I am absolutely here for the representation that happened at the Miss Universe pageant. Baby, the girls came out in them gowns. Oh, Miss Venezuela. (laughs) Woo! And uh, Miss Spain. Yeah, I was like, all of them. All of them. Islands. Where are we from? Come on, countries. But Miss Spain is my my, my here for it directly. Um... Who else did I love? Uh, Vietnam was great. Mm, yes, Vietnam. She said, listen, my country has been through a lot, but I'm not bringing that to this runway. I don't look like what I've been through. Um, <laughs> but Miss Spain is my here for it this week. <clears throat> Miss Spain is the first trans woman to ever compete <gasps> in oh. the Miss Universe pageant. Meaning, <clears throat> in the 66 years... That we have had this pageant mm-hmm. of hundreds of countries every year. We have never had a trans woman, definitely an openly trans woman, compete. And compete as highly as Miss Spain competed this year. Miss Spain not only placed extremely high, Miss Spain got the only other standing ovation besides the winner of Miss Universe this year. Let me break that down to you. <clears throat> Miss Spain came out here and put her pussy on the runway, broke it the fuck up, and didn't even win, and still got the same standing ovation that the winner of Miss Universe got. You know how important that is? That means, uh. yeah, <laughs> you should win. <laughs> But you know we're not quite there yet, girl. Politics. Miss Spain is the winner of Miss Universe 2018 <laughs> in my goddamn book. Cause anytime you get the same goddamn standing ovation as the girl that actually won, <laughs> she didn't really win. It's like, what? Why are we standing and clapping for her when we just did that for the the girl that just came out here and slate? Miss Spain, congratulations, girl. They didn't give you all your shit, but we're giving it to you on today. I'm absolutely here for it. Okay, so have you seen this video floating around on the internet? <laughs> and you laughing too. Um, so it's a baby at the top of the stairs with some... I said the stairs. At the stairs <laughs> with some crutches. It looked like the baby broke both of their arms. And people are like turning this into a meme. I softly am not here for it because I am concerned about the, you know like before you laugh you want to make sure the baby is okay and why did you why why are you recording this you're supposed to be helping the baby get down the stairs you see they got on two crutches I'm concerned about the child so before I can laugh and before I can enjoy any of the memes I just need to know if this baby is okay I hope that she's okay it appeared to me that First steps. Fuck. I'm trying to lower it. Um, possibly first steps. I would hope, in the decency of that parent or guardian, 
that they would not record that baby falling down like that, knowing that that baby had to go get back in the hospital and be in traction and be in pain and anything What's like that. What's I feel like that if they recorded it and released it to the world, that the baby was okay. I'm just hoping I would okay. not do that to my... If my baby took an L, me and the baby, the only one gonna know. Me and the baby. If my baby took an L, I'm like... What you mean she failed the second grade? No, the fuck she didn't. I took her out of school that year. Y'all she do that? <laughs> wow. Yes. Oh, I, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Detroit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, just take, you just take that nigga out of school three weeks in advance and be like, she's going to be in homeschool right now. You're not taking that L this year. Oh. you get in the fucking books this summer, and we're going to try it again next year. So if they are... They had put this out that they baby took this little bit of an ill. I would hope that the baby didn't significantly damage herself or didn't get back up after that. Because we don't know if the baby didn't get back up. In the memes, we just saw the baby fall down. But if you know the God that I know, that baby got back up. All right, it's time for our last calls. Absolutely. And if you are new to our last calls, make sure that you pour yourself a shot and take a last call with us. Mm-hmm. This might be our last call, 2018. It might be. It might not be. Make sure you guys are following us on Patreon. Um, P A T R E O N dot com slash your four pot. You almost fell down them stairs yourself. <laughs> we discussed this in Hot Topics. Oh my God. Well, tequila. We discussed this in Hot Topics, but shout out again to Ben Hunt. Because as a blogger of RonaldMatters.com, bitch, when the job love what you do and they create a position for you to do what you love. Look, I'm just out here hosting a little gay little radio show. Bitch, we love it. Come do it on the TV. Little where? <laughs> bitch, you see the analytics? So shout out to Ben Hunt because that is definitely my dream job. Um, like, hey, we see what you're doing. Um, out here talking to gay people and being great. Come do it over here at our company. We're starting a new role and the salary is this. <clears throat> and the benefits include this. I'm just like, girl, what's the travel package? Because I think I um, need to go interview somebody <laughs> over in the islands. And I need to charge the company card. But anyway, shout out to Ben Hunt and BBC creating him a position to be their LGBT correspondent. Black gay excellence out here. Double word. Do I need to send you my resume as well? Okay. If you need an assistant, okay. I can be a PA. I can hold the little mic thingy over people's head. I'm not qualified to do that, <laughs> but we can talk. <clears throat> my last call this week is to um, a black American legend. Um, Me? No. Nancy Wilson is a three-time Grammy Award winning artist that... Uh, impacted the music industry. Keisha Cole has more Grammys than her. When Keisha Cole dies, <laughs> no, I was joke. I was just joking. But when okay. Keisha Cole is this dies, serious? Okay. It is okay. But when Keisha Cole dies, she will not be my last call. Let's, uh, just, well, she's gonna be mine. That's she fine. gonna be mine. That's fine. Um, you're a bird. Um, <laughs> Nancy Wilson, rest in peace. An actual legendary artist. Oh, here we go. Died at the age of eighty-one. Uh, this past week um, she died at home she is an artist that was 
using her platform, using her voice throughout the 60s and the 70s uh, for civil rights and for gay rights mm-hmm. um, and being an R&B staple, you know, in the time when R&B was just starting to thrive and starting to be uh, mainstream. And um, she's not someone that is going to be known by a lot of people that may even be listening to this podcast there's a different generation but my mama's generation your mama's generation your daddy's generation your uncle's generation all them niggas know nancy wilson nancy wilson (coughs) was she was the her h-e-r h-w-h period dot e dot r period dot (laughs) yeah she was the her of her generation. Okay. So if you feel like her, you know, the importance of her music, the importance of her work, though she hasn't been very vocal uh, in... Social issues. Social issues. Just yet. She's, you know, think about how important she has been over the last year, last two years. Nancy Wilson was the her of her her generation. And I think it's important for us to not forget um, those people and those people who have made those type of contributions because they didn't have to, especially in the sixties and seventies when it was, um, not popular. Y'all not finna fuck up my money. Uncouth Mm -hmm. to be a black girl standing in her blackness and being somebody outside of the LGBT community, standing up for people in the LGBT community. Now I made a Keisha Cole joke about her and she was one of the, Oh, I feel horrible. Yeah. Do 20 Hail Marys. (laughs) Um, but Nancy Wilson was just a classic, just a classic singer, mm-hmm. classic, not quite a legend, but just amazing at what she did, made her stamp where she could make it and did the best that she could. And, you know, in the music industry is, is cutthroat and everyone's not going to be a Diana Ross. Everyone's not going to be an Aretha Franklin. Everyone's not going to be a Tina Turner and everyone is definitely not going to be a Beyonce. But there are other girls that do what they can and should be noted. And I am noting Nancy Wilson this week. R.I.P. Nancy Wilson. You're, you're, you're just awesome. Thank you. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman. T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N And you can still find me In the den in Atlanta In Babylon, Indy, Dallas Uh, In a community booty (laughs) That's the name of your club (laughs) No, you said community bottom What you said the name of the club Yeah, community bottom It's for everyone to partake And the arch I was going to say you got to stop by the arch Since you're on a world tour, girl In St. Louis And I'm co-starred Co-hosted by Preposterous herself. <laughs> yeah, and you gonna be in Mykonos filming the. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be booked. The girl's gonna get me flued out, and so we're actually gonna um help uh that girl and in flued out actually becoming a thing. <laughs> she thinks that it became a thing, and so we're just gonna help with that. Sell t-shirts, girl. Do something, girl. Register for a trademark. Just, <laughs> happy holidays. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.